I'm waiting to see if Section 345 of the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2022 will survive intact. If so, the UAP task force will have to submit quarterly reports on contemporary UFO activity to Congress. Those updates will be classified, even though we paid for them, and it'll be up to lawmakers to decide if we can see them, meaning probably not. In consolation, I've been taking stock of how, over the years, UFOs have given me more insights into human behavior. Here's something from the old Devoid files from October 2015. And as you can tell from the ending, this one is a time capsule and hopelessly out of date. But to my credit, I'm not making any of this stuff up. From 1993 to 2010, Kursan, and I'm going to mispronounce his name, Ilyumjanov, was the millionaire president of something I'd never heard of before, population not even 300,000, otherwise known as the Republic of Kalmykia. In Jeopardy, you'd have to phrase it in the form of a question. What is the only Buddhist nation in Europe? More interesting trivia. Charging them with disloyalty during World War II, Stalin had the entire population deported to Siberia in 1943, and they weren't allowed to return until Khrushchev gave the green light in 1957. Not an easy road to hoe for the Kalmykians. More to the point. Kalmykia's erstwhile head of state has also been the director of the World Chess Federation since 1995. In 1997, four years into his presidency, Ilyumjanov got abducted from an apartment in Moscow by an enormous UFO. The occupants wore yellow spacesuits. Yellow. Fortunately, they beamed him home in time to preside over Youth Government Week back in Kalmykia. At least, that's his story, and he's been talking about it with practically anyone who will listen. Also, Ilyumjanov was evidently one of the last people to play chess with Muammar Gaddafi before the colonel bought the farm in 2011. When New Yorker magazine asked Ilyumjanov why he tolerated dictators, he was pretty breezy about it. Quote, Tomorrow, aliens will fly down here and say, you guys are misbehaving. And then they will take us away from the earth. They'll say, why are you fighting down here? Why are you eating each other? And they'll just put us in their ships and take us away. End quote. Yeah, why are we eating each other? Anyway, here comes my favorite Ilyumjanov quote, especially after having just seen the film Pawn Sacrifice on the 1972 Bobby Fischer, Boris Spassky, Nailbiter quote. My theory is that chess comes from space because it's the same rules, 64 squares, black and white, and the same rules in Japan, in China, in Qatar, in Mongolia, and Africa. The rules are the same. Why? 
I think maybe it is from space. Bobby Fischer might have concurred. Bottom line, I've been missing the Illuminov story for 20 years. And then last week, the New York Times, NPR, and other mainstream outlets that would never dream of providing serious coverage of UFOs had kittens or yet another guy I never heard of. This was an outsider artist named Enel Talpazan. Talpazan fled his native Hungary in 1987 by swimming across the Danube to Yugoslavia and heading for sanctuary in a United Nations refugee camp. He was granted asylum in the U.S. and he was canny enough to go homeless in New York City. Why is that? Well, because while living in a cardboard box, he peddled his drawings on the sidewalk at the gateway to the annual Outsider Art Fair, which celebrates unknowns who fit into primitive, self-taught, mental disorder, and or assorted other outsider categories. Tapazan's artistic niche and everyone who ran his obituary led with this was UFOs. Since being discovered in the 90s, his sculptures and paintings of colorful, oval-shaped craft were in demand by museums and galleries everywhere, Spain, France, the UK, Germany, and he kept telling everybody he was inspired at age eight when a UFO bathed him in a blue beam of light. He said he sacrificed his entire life to the subject in order to decipher the symbolic and technological nature of the phenomenon. I felt by drawing them, he said before his death from stroke at age 60, I might penetrate their mystery. Certainly, Talpazan's work is nothing new. Artistic renderings of UFOs have been on record for thousands of years, but as always, the trick lies in the interpretation. I mean, it would have been nice, for instance, to have been able to ask Trog Three Wolves if that midair disc shaped object he painted 6,000 years ago on the Saharan cave walls at Tassili was a UFO he had just seen, or merely a plate his wife was throwing at him for not milking the goats. But we do have Talpazan's UFO story, and we have Ilyumzhinov's as well. Clearly, the mainstream media has no qualms about covering UFOs so long as it's limited to the idiosyncrasies of colorful personalities. And that's a lot easier than having to make honest inquiries into the source of that inspiration, which is probably better than nothing but not by much. This is Life in Jonestown. I'm Billy Cox.